Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another new episode of The Plot Strikes Back. This is Nick, along with Mr. Hello. Mr. Hello. Mr. Hello, it's me, a.k.a. Carlisle himself. So we're going to talk to you today about a new movie. Ish. To to Disney Plus. Ish. But it came out in November called Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Forever. I would like to point out that it took you months to see this movie, which is frustrating. I mean, listen, life gets in the way and we had a wedding to go to, which Mm. wedding only happens once and movie stays out in theaters for a while and Thanksgiving. For months Traveling. Weird. Yeah. Well, listen, when you're adulting, you can't always go see a movie. Mm. What can I say? Ain't that the truth, Plus, it wasn't like we had to wait super, super long for it to come out to Disney Plus, which they announced some time ago that I think after the theatrical release of something, it'll it'll come out to Disney Plus after uh, I think two month, two or three months. So in some cases, like me too. Uh, I mean, yeah, because it was like this first, not the first or second weekend of of November. So you figure December, yeah, about two and a half, two and a half months worth. So you know, ten to twelve weeks ish, which is. Again, it's not bad, but, you know, I would have liked to have seen it in theater, but at the same time, like, I mean, I'm glad I still was able to to see it. So. It was it was pretty cool in theaters because um, when I saw it, it was opening night. Right. And theater reactions add to moments. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's something that is special with the MCU since we've seen a lot of MCU movies together, especially like big ones. I'm you pretty know. sure every... Every one we've seen opening weekend since Civil War, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, minus Black Widow. Right. We still that watched was, that at my place. Yeah, we, we still watched it. <laughs> so, so Black Panther is technically the first, the first one. First one. Yeah. We never watched. Yeah. Wow. End of an era. As, it, look, it's sort of like all, all streaks have to come to an end, but that doesn't mean we can't go on an, another streak because we got. Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania coming out in uh, in less than two weeks now. So we're now we're both super stoked for that. There's a lot of weight oh. on on what's coming in the MCU. I was just watching that one little clip. Yeah, and I, oh. I saw a snippet earlier. I think I sent to you on Instagram that mm. it just showed it just showed a clip of of uh, Paul Rudd with Ant Man and and uh, and Jonathan Majors as, as Kang. I'm like they're like screaming, and I'm like, man, there's just going to be a lot of ferocious moments from both sides as yeah because of like what's at stake and i think that's the the interesting point maybe with certain movies right now in the mcu like what's at stake because in in wakanda forever there's a few things at stake and again if you haven't seen this movie yet there will be spoilers uh, that we're going to be talking about so you know be sure which honestly if you haven't seen it at this point yeah, I mean, and again, Come on. if you're busy, like I wasn't yet other things, which I know a few people haven't gotten a chance to see it yet either. One of our friends. Really? Yeah, he didn't he didn't see it uh, until he watched it a day before I did this, this past weekend. Jeez. Yeah, I know. What, what a little guy, right? But love that guy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, to start things off, uh, Ryan Coogler did a great job uh, with this movie the second time and of course dealing with what he had to deal with along with Kevin Feige and the other actors involved you know having to do this movie without the presence and acting uh, of 
none other than Chadwick Boseman. May he rest in peace. The opening part of this was... Threw you in. Yeah, it definitely caught you back up into the emotions, and and rightfully so. You know, I think it was very well done. It was very touching, you know, especially after the moment of when they basically say he's gone, and it does, like, the the comic reel of all like, the oh, Marvel yeah. stuff, and it's just, like, in purple, but it's all just silent, silent and Loved it's just it. images of him. It was, like... Like, real-life images. Yeah, and that was the part I was like, like, I was like, well, the... Yeah, the part where I'm like, that was the part. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, damn, like that was the part that was was hard to watch. Yeah, there was there was a part um, towards the end, which I'm sure we'll obviously get to. Oh yeah, where for sure. it it got to me, and I was like, oh man. But um, right before, literally hours before I saw this in theaters in November, I watched the first one. Right. Um, and it put me back into place. Yeah, yeah and I'm just like. Oh, yeah, there's a, uh, and again, there's a lot at stake here because you've got a, you've got a, a family, you've got a, a country that is trying to grieve and get over and get past losing their king, and then on top of that, you've got the other parts of the world that are like, hey, share your wealth with your vibranium. Knock knock, gimme. Yeah, you've got you've got France who's trying to steal it from Wakanda. You've got the you know, uh, Secretary of State from the U.S. It also seems like the U.N. is kind of against them, behind it, well, like behind the idea of being like, "Yo, without saying it's you guys, go in there and grab this vibranium." I mean, I definitely think, uh, and, and and could maybe see that other parts of the U.N. are in agreement, and we we find out later on in the movie that I think France might have been the first country to try and and, and take a shot now, yeah. like oh their king's gone this is the time to to attack because they're weak and they yep. prove that they're not weak but they're they've still you know have a you know technology they still have uh, a fighting force with the door melage and you know uh, t'challa's mother you know back at queen you know she is leading her people you know mm. she outed france and those soldiers and made them kneel before the you know all the un and it you know it it sets the tone for the rest of the movie or at least maybe the rest the next half of the movie with queen ramana leading wakanda and we get a little next next scene is into the atlantic ocean and we see some agents and a bunch of people over there we realize that they've struck vibranium at the bottom of the ocean floor yep which is very interesting but that's where we see kind of tel- cool yeah namor and the telecon and we were saying this before uh the siren song was, oh man the sirens were so cool yeah it just put them so in a trance cool. and made them walk off like you know walk the plank into the ocean and just drown which is kind of kind of nasty yeah that was some gnarly yeah and they want to blame Wakanda. It had to have been it had to have been Wakanda because it because it involves vibranium. But yep. you know, I, I think in some cases that's where even someone said in the movie like was maybe we're being too hasty or they're being too hasty, and obviously they're they're being hasty enough to where they're just automatically assume assuming it's it's Wakanda because it involves vibranium, but at the same time, it's like but this isn't anywhere near wakanda so yeah why would they really care 
they want fuel to the fire to be like, all right, let's, we need to attack Wakanda now because they attacked us. That's yeah. kind of what yeah. my thoughts were. Yeah. And, and we start to see the puzzles of, of the plot, you know, come together where it goes back to Wakanda. We see Ramonda and Shuri, you know, sitting um, by a river at, at night and, Ramonda is, is telling her daughter about you know T'Challa and saying that she needs to put away her technology and really take time to mourn. And she's like, I'm fine. But you know, she says that she would watch the world burn. And then all of a sudden, Namor presents himself you know, before. Uh, he just pulls up. Yeah, he's like, hey, what's up, guys? I heard your conversation. Hey. So um, let's talk about the scientist who is trying to out my people and you need to not tell anyone or else I'll come for you guys. But like also bring her to me. Yeah. Like, you, you, you know, bring her to me and we won't have any trouble because I'm going to kill her. Yeah. And they're like, why? Well, we don't know who, who this is. So like, hold your horses, bro. Yeah. And, and he puts the machine from how, the ocean floor. How, how did it get there? I think he, well, he's strong, right? So I think he, he's super strong. But... I think he literally carried it. I mean, he could have had help, right, too. So yeah. I don't think it's super far-fetched to be like someone or a group of them brought it um, and then he just sort of put it there. But at the same time, we didn't, unless it was there and they didn't see it, because it didn't, it would have made a noise if they dropped That's it. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, little little thing where it's like a minute detail, but like maybe, maybe saying that, was your proof? Maybe it's a deleted scene, right? Maybe she's like, well, what, 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 what proof do you have? And he's like, oh, by the way, I've got this machine. You know, and then sure. He's like, oh my God, we need to. And he's like, yeah. And analyze finder. Well, the funny thing too about it is, is that weapon gets used against them later on Tec- toward, towards te- the end of the movie. Technically. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it gets, it gets uh, finagled into a, a trap. Um, it's a trap. It's a tra- it's a trap. So we and and speaking of uh, traps and who helps build that trap, we see uh, Riri Williams. She's at MIT. She's obviously a smart cookie. And but again, we we see a little funny moment between Okoye and and Sherry when Sherry pretends to be like an MIT student and and no one else recognized her, but. Ruby did. And I was like, eh. that's a good, I'm like, I don't point. know if I really buy that. You know, if, if I feel like if you were a fan of anyone that was an Avenger, right. Or you knew like, Oh, this is T'Challa. Oh, this is what his sister looks like. Oh, this is what the queen looks like. You'd know. Right. It, it's just sort of like saying, well, you know, when you see like Captain America or, or Thor or, the other Avengers, right? Mm. So I, I don't know. I understand something like she could probably go into into disguise a little bit more because she could just dress as a civilian and like you know blend in. Yeah. But as soon as Ruby opens the door in her dorm, she's like, "Oh my God, Princess Shuri!" And she's like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> but what up? Anyway, uh, I liked some of the humor that Okoye, Okoye had with some funny lines when Ruby's like, <laughs> she says her head's ashy. She oh was like, yeah! I told you this was <laughs> this wasn't going to work or whatever. So um, I like that, even though there was a lot of seriousness in this movie, that they added in some like light light humor. Well, it's the the Marvel formula. Sure, I, I was going to say, I, know. but I think in other movies they tend to add too much 
Thor, right? Like Thor, Thor, laugh and thunder, you know, yeah. not, not love, but, uh, anyway, <laughs> um, we could talk about that movie another time, but it was interesting to see how that scene takes place and it goes into, into the night. She's got this warehouse. She's been working on a Stark suit that we yeah. eventually see. It's a very like rough, rough draft of a, of a, of a Stark suit, but you know, I don't think she was in the movie enough. Well, I mean, I, at, at least as Ironheart, I get it was like this introductory thing, but like two scenes, I, I need a little bit more. It's just more than two scenes. She's in. She's at the. I'm talking as Ironheart. Well, she's only in. But that's you know, why they gave her a show. I feel like. Yeah, I guess, but like. <sighs> not only that, but like again, this is sort of. Uh, you know, if I were to talk about the movie at all and in a what could have been better mind, like mindset, obviously, for those of you that don't know the history of Ironheart, she's a big Tony Stark fan. Yeah. Right. And obviously that's why she's building the suit. But she became Stark's protege in the comics. And obviously they can't do that because Tony Stark's dead. You know, so they're trying to replace her or, or rather... I don't want to say so much replace him, but, but insert a tweak it a little bit, it, like a, a stand in character that does exist in, in the, in the comic realm. So what, what else can they use for technology that they have? Well, Wakanda and Sherry makes the next, you know, logical play yeah. and, and sense to do. So like, I, I was okay with, with that, right? Like it's not, you know, even though this is the 616 universe that they've confirmed from uh, the multiverse of madness. And that was the original 616 uh, comic book run that, that we know as the comic books. So there are things that are very different from the comic books, but are still relatively close. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, and that's good. And, and I'm sure that once they finally start to add in a lot, once they start to, insert characters that have been missing for all these years things should finally start to come around and maybe like fill in the gaps and maybe start to uh appease the comic books the source material a little bit more well i mean i think they still i mean they definitely make it all work in a good way 98 percent of the time um you know but like gore is a perfect example of what could have been i mean a little bit more comic booky I, I think yeah, yeah I don't want to get too sidetracked between yeah. my my pet peeves with the multiverse of madness and and love and thunder. I think the closest movie that had uh, a well done plot since Endgame was Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah yeah and, oh yeah. And then I'd say this is you know Wakanda Forever. This movie is probably the next best movie since No Way Home. You know yeah. And and I think the other thing too is. You know, again, looking at what they're trying to do with certain characters, and you know, they're they're they've introduced Namor, they've introduced new characters, and you know, so Okoye loses Riri and Shuri to some of Namor's like leaders or generals, like uh, this one guy called Atuma, and Atuma's badass. He was he was nasty. Yeah, he was a straight up warrior. And then you've got Namora. We got a cut scene. We go and finally see a new. Whoa. Whoa. What? It's the viewers out there need to know if they haven't seen this, that when they leave, 
a whale picks them up and takes them home casually. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they get thrown in on like orcas and humpback whales and blue whales. It is just I mean, badass how yeah. they get around. I mean, no sharks, though, even though he sits in the, in the uh, Namor has a, a throne that is in like the mouth of a megalodon, which is badass. But yeah, badass. Throne. Great uh, scene. Um, we, we see I, I, I didn't know that she was going to be in the movie, but we see Julia Louis-Dreyfus as director. Dave yeah, Montaigne. that was a big surprise. Val on site with uh, Everett Ross, a.k.a. Martin Freeman. Love him. Awesome. And we find out that they were married at one point. Yeah, I did not expect that either. Yeah, and she was being overly nice to him. And I'm thinking, why is she being overly, overly nice to him? I don't, I don't trust her whatsoever. And, it, you know, we see what happens over the course of the movie. But scheming, he kind of doesn't see it either. And he's, you know, he finds these uh, the beads um, from Sherry and, and she's... <laughs> we find a little bit more about what she's done to him, which, um, what a, she's a sneaky one that, that one, you know, not, not to be trusted. So then we see, uh, Okoye is stripped from general in the door Melage because she lost, um, Ramonda's only child now. Nope. And she, you know, uh, Angela Bassett gives a phenomenal, uh, an emotional speech, uh, and scene, and she won an award, so rightfully so. She was awesome. Yeah, she her acting was was stellar, um, the best out of anyone, and, and rightfully so. So, you know, seeing seeing that she won an award uh, was awesome. You know, because it just shows that even though this might be a comic book movie, you can still win. And I and I do think that just because it's a comic book movie doesn't doesn't negate the fact that you're you're still putting on a performance you're still acting yeah. you're still getting paid to act and, and be someone you're not or to portray someone that is you know fiction so i mean pretty much everyone in, in acting is is fiction so just because they're a comic book movie doesn't mean that it's like oh well doesn't make it any different yeah you know and 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 we were talking about this last night and for those of you listening i don't know how everyone or what everyone thinks about this but food for thought a lot of people thought and said that Robert Downey Jr. should have been nominated and should have won an award for his performance in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, 100%. I think so. Because we think about when we saw that movie a few times in the theaters, the audience reaction to everything that happened to Robert Downey Jr. literally gave his life to, to erase Thanos and all, all the, the bad guys from the universe. Mm. You know, that is a, a very big sacrifice. And of course, you know, the funeral at the end, everything. I mean, the entire MCU changed after that. That movie, the theater was quiet for... All you all you heard was, were, were sniffles and, and sobs after that part. Yeah. And if that's not a dramatic performance, then I don't know what it is. Because that was the same thing, I feel like, from... You know, again, I didn't see it in the theater, but I feel like you could have seen or heard the same thing from Ramonda's, Queen Ramonda's speech... Um, that she's giving before the uh, elders. That's true, actually. You know, so I'm not saying that, um, uh, like, it isn't warranted, but I think think Robert Downey Jr. should have gotten nominated. Apparently he denied it. 
and like denied the idea of being nominated. I was like, dude, no, you earned this. Yeah, I, I think he was just trying to be maybe noble or, or humble. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, what is your, if your job, if, you're, if your goal, and maybe it's not every actor's dream of like winning an Oscar yeah. or like an Academy Award, but I feel like if, if that's what I went into, that would be the highlight of my career. Like, because you, whenever you see a movie, what do they throw on the title? So-and-so, a nominated Academy Award winner, like Oscar winner. Nom- you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll throw those those titles out. Yeah. And then a lot of people will, will say that about themselves. And I know I'm getting a little, little bit of a tangent here, but it's just, I think it's definitely something that needs to be talked about because this is the whole world of acting. And we're watching a movie that entails acting. Yeah. So I feel like if I were an actor, regardless of whatever it was, like, it's like saying if there was an important and serious performance in Thor, let's say as an example, should, you know, I, I'm just giving an example. Okay. Here's a, here's a better example. Here's a better, example. <laughs> better example. Let's talk about what's upcoming. We've got Ant-Man <clears throat> three with, with Jonathan majors and, and Paul Rudd. Yeah. Both great actors. Yeah. Do you think that either one of them should be nominated? We don't, obviously we haven't seen the movie yet, but let's just say both of them put on an amazing performance for what it is, right? And if for and if anyone hasn't seen the trailer out there yet, I, I highly suggest watching at least yeah. one of them because there's a very great scene behind the two of them, and they look like they've been duking it out. Yep. And it's like it gets real serious, and I think there's going to be a lot at stake, you know, from that movie onward. Well, it leads direct- apparently directly right into Kang Dynasty, and that's where it's going to get real. Ooh, man, I cannot wait. Real. <clears throat> Cannot wait for that. You know, I'm wearing like like Thanos level threat. Yeah. And, and above. We're right around the corner. And it's not too far away, which, you know, I, I just, got, just got chills thinking about it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, getting back to Wakanda Forever. Uh, Ramonda goes to Haiti and she meets up with Nakia and then convinces her to go to uh, Yucatan and talks to the locals about Namor, which we find out that she's done. And then that leads to the backstory of, of Namor um, because she, uh, or he's telling it to Shuri and Shuri's getting to see, she's, get, she's getting a last little underwater uh, tour. Under the sea. Under the sea. Take it from me. Uh, that's enough singing I'm going to do on this podcast. But she, uh, she's in in awe, based uh, about like what she's seeing, you know. And it it's great. It, it's it, cool how he basically used vibranium to make a fake sun. Yeah. Which how do you even do that? And he does it. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I think that's the beauty behind this this you know material that is yeah not super abundant, but is found within the earth and. Um, you know, we get this story, which is, is very relevant to our actual life. You know, when it goes back to 1571 AD, there, uh, was smallpox from the Spanish conquistadors and infected, uh, the Namor's people, the Mayans, right? Namor's mother gets sick, infected. The, the chieftain gets this vision to see this blue plant that's in an underwater cave. He goes in, gets the plant comes back out says this is going to heal you and then 
she's convinced, but not super convinced because they're like, your baby's dying, so you need to take it. And then other people take it along with her. But then technically they all die. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so this plant just <laughs> killed them because they just ingested some some sort of like raw vibranium. <laughs> I'm going to grab this plant from underwater in a cave and it's going to save us. And then they die. But then, bam, they wake up blue. And turn into Avatar. And they can't breathe. And then yeah. they find out, obviously, they have to go to the water and they find out that, um, you know, yeah, uh, they have to change the way they live completely. Yeah, uh, the Talokans uh, turned into uh, an Avatar movie. It looked like for a while, the first <laughs> the first few years, I, at least in this, they were like living in shallow water. Yeah, because they, you know, when she, weren't sure about what the heck they could do. Yeah, that's true. Well, they give birth, and he's he's born a mutant with uh, well with uh, winged feet. He's born with some sort of irregularity mutation and. Uh, but he's a kid, and then they they go back on land to bury his mother. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, and, and then he just kills everyone and has them all call, killed. Yeah, they call they call them like the loveless one. Yeah, or whatever. Namor. and I can't roll my R's. So Namor. Nice. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good scene. It's good backstory. I I really did enjoy the backstory of of Namor. Like again, good storytelling. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'll, I'll save a small rant for, for later, but when we see this, like it goes back to the land site and we see, you know, some, some talks between the U S and apparently, uh, the secretary of state says, oh yeah, well, the, the president wants to uh, attack Wakanda and Ross is agent Ross is sitting there going like, yeah, I think that's a terrible idea. And then, uh, the secretary of state keeps looking at Dave Fontaine and she's like, well, Ross is the expert. Ask, ask him. And he's like, no, please don't do this. Like, give me more time. Yeah. You know, there might be someone else. And they're like, who? And he's like, I don't know. I need to, you know, contact my 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 uh, my peeps. And see what's up. Yeah. And while that's going on, there's a, a deal that gets made between Queen Ramonda and Namor. You know, don't tell anyone. But also, don't don't send anyone. And we're, we won't we won't have any beef. Yeah, just but, bring me the scientist. Yeah, well, no, he already has a scientist. Oh, he does. Yeah, he wants her to just be an ally when he attacks the surface, and she didn't comply. Well, the way he's wording it is, we're gonna attack. We're gonna attack, and yeah, she's like, "No, nah, we're not doing that." Yeah, and then she says, "Like, you know, bring me, bring me my 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 daughter." Yeah, and. And he's like, well, when you do, when you agree, we will. But she already had sent uh, Nakia, you know, down in her little like, you know, one while they were meeting. Yeah. And yep. so Nakia rescues Riri and and Shuri, but Nakia also shot one of Namor's people, and she dies, and that basically set off a bomb. Yeah. And it set off an invasion. But it wasn't even that of bad of an invasion. It was just like yeah, okay. It was a small. He attack. came in. He came in with a, a few people and yeah. flooded half the city and made him migrate up to the mountains. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that, that's a pretty good invasion to me. But then they left. But he but he even says I didn't even use my full force. Yeah, and because like, he says I will I will wipe Wakanda off the face of the earth. Wild, you know. And I'm like he has the capability to do that. 
you know, he could just bring in essentially a tidal wave, yep. a tsunami, and be like, well, Wakanda is now also underwater, and you guys can't live there. Yep. But we can, so have fun. We'll just take over your, you know, like <laughs> Wakanda. Like, that's what they wow. could have done, which is insane because we we get another, you know, sad scene where Namor lives up to his his word and said, if you do this, uh, Ramonda, I will kill you. And sadly, he does in a, With in his a way. water bombs. Yeah, because he's trying to kill Riri as well and, you know, floods that that tower that they're in and as that's being flooded Ramonda is going to save Riri but when she barely gets to the to the top of where the broken glass is she and Riri are or will have almost drowned but yeah Ramonda didn't didn't come out Riri you know chokes up the water or coughs up the water and and lives but that's another you know tough scene because he was at that point. I even wrote it here. I'm like, this is when Namor was a was essentially a true villain because he legit says after the after the queen's dead and they're all there realizing that she's dead, he's like, bury your dead, mourn your loss. I'll be back in a week, and it's like, dude, that wild. That is some cold blooded, you know, like that that right That's there. Cold. Yeah, that that only a villain does that, and. And look, if you've read comics, you know that Namor has and always been—he's been a villain. And um, you know, Fantastic Four were the ones that usually went up against him. But there's been bad blood between, you know, Namor's people and and T'Challa's people in the comic too. So I do like the fact that they got that sort of animosity right from the comics too. Yeah. And you know, Shuri is faced with having to grow up exponentially because. Her brother's gone. There's no Black Panther. And now There's her no mom's prince. And now her mom, queen. queen, is gone. You don't have your father. Your father died in, in, in Civil War. Yep. So she's left with having to pick up the mantle and not truly saying that she's on the throne, but everyone is looking to her for for guidance. And even though she's going to um, like Jabari and, and going to M'Baku who is definitely one of my favorite characters. He was and, funny in this. Yeah, and I think we said this before. I wish he had more screen time. Yeah. I, I think he is a and was a, a pivotal player and character in prior movies. Yep. Obviously in, in Black Panther 1, but he, the dude literally fought Thanos in the Battle of Wakanda and then fought like in the, the end game battle the battle of avengers avengers compound of comp yeah right like when they all come back from the from the snap and it's like my dude mbaku needs a little bit more respect on his name and more he does time. like he it took, is so he took that punch from namor like a like a pro though I mean, yeah that, that, but also he he came down hard at namor to swing down with his staff and, and he just shattered ding well, I'm like, why are you going to hit him with a wooden staff, bro? You need, like, a vibranium staff. Well, he didn't point. know that the man was dripping in, in, vibranium. in vibranium. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. So Head to toe. A yeah, lesson learned, right? But Shuri isn't one that fully believes in tradition. No, she doesn't at this point. It's clear. Yeah. And the other interesting thing, too, when she is trying to figure out what to do next, and she's like, we need to divulge a plan, and figure out how to combat Namor, right? And then they're like, oh, we can build this trap. And so 
she's like, Ruby, you're going to help me build it. And then they also are building uh, <laughs> a Power Ranger suit. The Mark One. Yeah, I guess. Uh, for for Riri as, as Ironheart. But the interesting part here that I'm going to use the backstory from Namor into when Shuri is experimenting with the bracelet that he gave her when she was you know, taken captive, or rather she went with him, I guess, freely, right? Yeah. And she's trying to recreate the heart-shaped herbs that Killmonger burned in its entirety from the first Black Panther. And she uses the bracelet as a, a base and trying to figure out, well, this is raw... Well, uh, this is raw vibranium from the soil of the earth. What properties does it have? What is that good? Yeah, you know, this is literally like homegrown, uh, <laughs> fermented stuff, right? So she compares T'Challa's DNA as well, and you know, part of me at the time thought, is she wondering is if this could have saved him? Because when she, she asks for a I, success rate, she, I think she like, definitely does. Uh, Griot says. 98.7% success rate and then the beginning of the movie when she's asking for a success rate it's like 20 something percent and and I think she thought man if I only had this before mm. this could have saved him and granted in the universe in the movie it would have worked but obviously not in, in real life sadly so yeah, unfortunately yeah and it's fortunate we don't have uh, any herbs of that power and uh, you know if we did we'd probably be solving a lot of you know, cancers out there, but you know, Freddie Mercury would still be with us. Maybe. Yeah, he would. He'd have AIDS. Yeah. But plenty of people, look, perfect example. Um, roadhouse. Oh, um, ah, I am Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Swayze would have been still alive. Swayze. Yeah. Man. Dude, I guarantee you Swayze would have, would have made it, made it, would have made it in the MCU. You think so? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, of course. I, I think. Well, let's be real. If if Kevin Bacon can squeak into the MCU, yeah, but not, I'm sure. Swayze. Not only that, but we got. Um, I think it, who, who is the same age or would it? Well, Swayze would have been in the same age as him um, with ego. Oh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Ooh. So I'm like, if you know, and I, I think you know, Kurt Russell's a good actor too. But I think of of that era. Of actors, I think I think Swayze could have found himself in a in an MCU movie. So R.I.P. But R.I.P. Um, the thing that I was also waiting for in that scene was to say he has mutated DNA. You know that that okay. was my binder. I just threw on my desk gently. That's all I really wanted out of this movie. I wanted one word. He did say it when. Namor said it when he was talking to um, uh, Shuri when he was explaining the story. He goes, I'm, mu- I'm mutated. So, there's your one word. I wanted a... a but unfortunately, not in the sense that you want, which is X-Men. Yes. Well, I, I, like, again, what, I, what I'm, what I'm ho- was hoping for is was Shuri, as she's lo- legit looking at DNA, because the DNA is the X gene. So... You know, uh, I guess I guess me hoping for that was a little bit too much. You know, a little bit optimistic on but, that front. But like, they didn't have to go into you know explicit detail at that point. All they had to do was just 
name drop it and then keep moving on. That's it. All, that's all they had to do. That, that, We're years out from the X-Men. I know that, but the fact that, that Namor is truly a mutant per the comics, and to me, he is the first mutant in the MCU. I don't give a flying f- what they said about Kamala Khan. She is an inhuman, part of the Inhumans. Yeah, oh from yeah. From the Terrigan Mist. That lives in a city called Adelan. Maybe they don't Not exist in this universe. Yeah, but they're going to throw in Black Bolt, who is literally the king of the of the Inhumans from the Multiverse of Madness. But that is a different universe. But the fact that they have the audacity to say that this is 616 and no, 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 no. Hold on. 616 Comics has her as an Inhuman. So either you can't read or you're just being, you're, you're making poor choices. It is this 616 asterisk cinematic version. <sighs> so stupid i'm not even going to comply with that with that ignorance i don't care you're I, gonna have to i would tell Faye to himself you should have done better and then he's gonna hit you with well all, all the technicalities that we didn't know about and, and, no, no, and then and then i'll say oh do you need someone to help write it for you because i got two f- people right here in this room who could who could definitely write you a good f- movie fact movies plural plural for sure he probably will never hear this, and that's totally fine, and we're probably just ranting to some listeners right now. But at the same time... If you know Kevin Feige and you're listening to it, this, yeah. uh, let us know. I would love to back up my words. Believe me. And we would love to pitch him a movie. Yeah. At least it's not we're not pitching it to James Gunn in the DCU, but... Stop. Don't. <laughs> don't. As a can of words, we're not even going to even look at it in the pantry right now. So... Don't. All right. That was my rant. I am. I apologize... For, for that but um so getting back to the movie here okoye back as general per shuri and she recruits anika or nika as they call it short so and they get two new armors called the midnight angels midnight i think angels. is what it was called and um so it was pretty sort of, dope looking yeah 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 and it was just a even the playing field against the talokans and especially uh, Atuma and, and Namora, uh, the two like leaders um, under under Namor, and we get a pretty interesting scene with Shuri as she has recreated the heart shaped herb successfully, and she drinks the liquid, goes into the ancestral plane, expecting to see maybe perhaps <coughs> her, her brother or the other ancestors doesn't see them and as we see the camera pan from like behind moving around we see someone that's sitting on the throne and then we see none other than michael b jordan as killmonger will admit did not expect that and was super pumped when i did see that in the theaters yeah and i you know i wondered if uh you know again it would have been I think too heart wrenching to try and recreate Chadwick Boseman, you know, like, like digitally. Oh like God, they, no, no, like, they, no, please. Like, no. could they have done it? Yes. They had the technology. Cause like what they've done with like Luke Skywalker and like Grand Moff Tarkin and, and Rogue One. Yeah. But I think De Niro that, and Irishman. Yeah. So look, I, I, I it, it would, I think it would have been too rough emotionally um, for his, for his family. And I think a lot of, you know, viewers. So, um, and, I, and I do think that having Killmonger there was the correct choice because of the way 
she felt emotionally like her heart was set on vengeance yeah it made sense as she said like i just wanted to watch you know or make the world burn and that's when killmonger says like you're just like me you know and she's i'm nothing like you and and sure enough he's like you know you know your father was this your mother was this your brother too noble and he let his own you know his father's killer get away you know being bucky the winter soldier and bucky didn't kill him well justice for bucky man he did not kill the king of by Wakanda. Pro- yeah that by, was zemo it, it was because he you know had uh those words said to to bucky and you know from from hydra i mean really you could just blame hydra for brainwashing him all these years and you know making him be a, a notorious Russians. killer well um, no soviets hydra. technically well i guess yeah but anyway uh, I don't, I don't agree with Killmonger and saying that he, that T'Challa was too noble. I think T'Challa was wiser his age at, as king and and being the Black Panther. Oh, he was a great king. And you know, uh, yeah, obviously it's hard to say. I mean, comically, he is is great. You know, and I think he, from my comic knowledge, he has done a good job protecting the people of Wakanda and leading the people of Wakanda and dealing with other forces out there. And, and so uh, fun fact, we talked about this last night, but there's a pretty cool comic run where it talks about the Illuminati that we see, or rather it's mentioned in the multiverse of madness movie, but um, only two people on that council in the movie are actually a part of the true Illuminati in the comic books with Reed Richards and professor X yeah. The other four people are T'Challa, Namor, Strange. Tony Stark, and and Doctor Strange. Yep. You know, and then in the comics, Professor X dies because Cyclops uses the Phoenix Force and, and kills him. And so then Professor X actually handed down the stone or the gem to Beast. Huh. And Beast eventually joins the Illuminati. So some some fun comic knowledge there for you out there and 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 we see Shuri and the Wakanda fleet set a trap for Namor and his people, and there's this huge battle, huge on this like, giant ship. It's like a barge type ship. Anyway, um, thank God they got the trap. Yeah, and the battle ended because Wakanda would have lost. Yeah, it, it looked like Wakanda was was starting to hold their own, and then, but you're you're out at sea. You know, you you still you, took it to their their. Their turf. Yeah, their turf. And it's like, he's like, remember, I didn't bring my whole force here. I could. And you've literally got blue whales, you know, dragging or carrying the oh. Talokans. Yeah, and they were carrying, they were dragging something else too, right? Oh, it was, it was those those water bombs. Yes, that yes. they were. A huge net of them. Bad ass. Yeah, water bombs and water. Imagine oh, that. yeah, and they, were, they, were, they let it float up. Underneath yeah. the ship and, and it started it just to like blew it up, started to rock capsize. it over, yeah, capsize. And then at one point, they were in a really tough spot because they're surrounded. And meanwhile, we've got this pretty epic fight between the Black Sherry Panther, and the Black Panther, and and Namor. Yep, you know, she dragged him to the beach where he's somewhat weakened. All after, so the trap. They used the ship to make like a like a subsonic like frequency, like a like a 
like a yeah, like a week like basically weakened it it, the, de- it like dried them out at yes. an extremely High fast rate. rate yeah um because in the battle uh or i'm sorry during the invasion of wakanda yes uh at one point namor was everybody up yeah. had to dive back into the water yeah. and then come back out yeah um but anyways they trap them they crash they're on the beach having this epic fight um and then Shuri gets stabbed. Yeah, and he was he was pushing her back, stabs her through the, the torso, the, vib- the vibranium suit into a rock. And I'm like, man, it can't kill her off too, right? Like, there's no way. Yeah. Because well, it just wouldn't make sense. Well, now who's going to be the Black Panther? Well, I also, I didn't think um, it did anything because there was no blood, so. Well, yeah, and, and because the suit... R- in the and because she ingested the the herb, the herb yep it gives her the ability to regenerate accelerated and, yeah so she's back and jumps in front of Namor as he's trying to escape to to the uh, ocean and then she does this like Wakanda forever and then hits this button and the toast gym, him yeah like legit like she's fully suits up to absorb any like damage because she's just like nah like I'll take this this blast burns too. his whole back. He gets he gets a nice barbecue. Yeah, uh, and that was after she. There was this really cool moment, which was the moment oh, I was yes. talking about earlier, where it kind of hit me, yeah. where it was like her. And she's she's impaled at that point. Impaled against this rock on a vibranium spear. Yep, and has these like quick cut, you know, images flash through her head of Chadwick Boseman or T'Challa and. Yeah. At that point in time, that was another moment where you felt the silence. Yeah. Because it went from the scene and then it just died down to nothing to and it was it was just like this strengthen up, you got this shit, finish it. Yeah. Type and, moment. And it was pretty cool. And it was interesting because even though Chadwick the or her remembering her brother gave her the strength to fight on, when he when she has him at the tip or the the edge of that vibranium spear, she has the opportunity to end his life right then and there, yep. right? But then she has another vision of her mother, and she says, show him who you are. And she decides, and she says, yield. And so he yields, and she lets him live. Yep. So, and, and that right there is the noble part of her brother, not the vengeance side of, of Killmonger. Killmonger. Yep. So she also, and again, this is a you know good, good arc for for Shuri as as her growth comes you know through the movie, and, it, you know, it, it was all exacerbated from her mother, Killmonger, and her brother, to really help mold her who she is becoming in the MCU. Uh, which is you know really great to see and, and, and good 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 story good uh, character development by Ryan Coogler there and um, so then we see them come back to the barge and they both they kind of do like their yells and and then Namor's like all right y'all we're out peace let's let's dip out because you know as you said the Wakandans were about to be toast yep about to be um, finished and then Namora gets pissed. Yeah, back in Telecon, uh, she's like, yo, boss. What the f- was that about? Why'd you let them live? You know, we could have just ended them right there. And it's it's interesting, too, based on what 
what he says because he wanted an alliance. And he even says they're the most powerful nation on the surface. Yep. They're unmatched underwater. And, oh, and on they, land. On, well, I know I meant like the Namor and the, and the Talokans are oh. like superior underwater, right? Yeah. And they could, you know, flood any number of states or countries around the world if they wanted to. Yep. You know, so the surface doesn't even know about them still. The only, the only country and only people that know about them is, is Wakanda. Wakanda. And the other interesting part too is Okoye breaking Everett Ross out of the, the truck, which he was handcuffed to because Dave Fontaine psyched him out and was like, yeah, I I bugged the beads that you found before you even got there. Plot twist. You know, like I'm not for you. I'm against you. I'm a Sith. And then, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm, uh, um, I'm glad I'm not, I'm glad we're not married anymore. And, uh, he gets arrested for treason. And then of course, Okoye has another funny line. She's like, now I've seen it all. Colonizer in chains. Just like wow, he's Love like oh, okay, okay, Love but that. but Everett Ross is going to know about what happened. Yeah, I he's think it's going to be know, interesting. He's going to know about Namor and an entire civilization underwater, and that they are not to be trifled with. Now, I don't think he'll tell other people because, and this sort of makes uh, yet. Yeah, yeah. Thunderbolts is going to be interesting. I'm yeah. telling you. I think this movie is setting up Thunderbolts, which is going to be really interesting to see um, how the other characters come into fold, right? It's like we're getting um, John Walker, who is U.S. agent. We're getting uh, Yelena Belova. Red as Guardian. A Black Widow, Red Guardian. Uh, we're getting Bucky. Bucky as a Winter Soldier. The who White, else? The White Wolf. Well, then Thunderbolt Ross would be... Yep, Red would be Hulk, another one. Uh, as Harrison Ford. So, you know, it, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how things start to come into the fold. And that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that movie. That's going to be like the next sort of big Avengers type type of movie because you're going to have all these like, you know, forces. I mean, it's essentially the same thing. Next year? Uh, end of 24, I believe. Interesting. So not this year, but sometime next year. Okay. So 2024 is going to be a fun, fun year. For it's going to be loaded. Because we're getting uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Uh, which if you know me and you know how much I love Wolverine, um, man, I'm going to be flipping out. I'm definitely seeing that movie probably three times in the theater, hands down. Yeah, that's going to be, I would say that. Just off the top of my head, that is at this point in time. I haven't even seen it, and it's already one of my top five favorite Marvel movies. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, I'm the I'm the most excited for that movie. Yeah, because it just it seemed for a very long time that they that idea was impossible. Very true, and the fact that they made it possible. Yeah, and and seeing Ryan Reynolds and, and Hugh Jackman and their friendship in real life and their sort of chemistry that they have it's going to be amazing to see it's going to be a great movie yeah i I also want to see the bloopers for that whenever that happens that's going to be fun but oh um, yeah 
So yeah, really interesting stuff coming from Wakanda Forever. And the last two scenes that we that we get in the movie is Sherry going back, uh, or rather not back, but she goes to to Haiti, sees Nakia, and finally takes time to mourn, mourn her brother. Yep. And again, that's, that was another part where you know seeing the the scenes of of her and Chadwick Boseman from other movies, mainly Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I think there was a, a couple scenes from Wakanda Forever, or sorry, uh, from Infinity War. But you know, it, it was a touching way to end the movie, and then we see the first and only post-credit scene. Yeah. It's back with Shuri on the beach, and then we see her talking with Nakia and a little guy named Toussaint, and says, "AKA." Well, we'll say that in just a second. But she's like, "Oh, this is Auntie Shuri." And she's like, wait, 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 what? Did did my mother yeah, know? Yeah, no one knew except the queen that. Well, when, yeah, when the queen went to when she went to Haiti, that's when she met him. Yeah, and and then she's like, oh, what's your name? He says Toussaint, and then she says, but that's just that's just my name in Haiti. And she's like, well, what's your other name? And she, he says, T'Challa, Prince T'Challa, Prince T'Challa Junior. And which is really interesting too because I I think. Eventually, you know, maybe in a couple, I don't know how many actual years in, in our lifetime, it'll be if they continue doing movies, which they probably will because they make good money. Yeah. That will have a T'Challa again as the Black Panther. So, and, and look, maybe there's a time skip because of, because of Secret Wars. Yeah. And then enter X-Men and then we have Storm. Aurora Monroe as, as Storm as an X-Men in Wakanda, like that would, to me, I, I love, I would love to see that. That is on my want list for the movies. And, um, superior Iron Man is, is my want for the movies yeah. and black suit Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. That needs to happen at some point. This so. is the cover of the comic book. It has to be in that movie. You think, right? I mean, it should, it definitely should, but you know, we'll, we'll see, you know, Toby Maguire apparently wants to come back to, to the fold now, so I know who 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 knows, but please, you know, um, Spider Man should be Spider Man should be pretty interesting, and but yeah, so what would you what would you give this movie overall? Um, well, when we spoke on it originally, I I gave it a rating that I honest to God just cannot remember. Um, and as I've thought about it a little bit more, it might be different, it might be the same, but I'm gonna give this like an 86, 87. Um for me um i liked it it's weird to say but i liked it more than the first one but only in the sense where with the first one i felt like killmonger was way over like way overhyped uh, as a villain um so this one here to have like a villain like namor yeah even though he wasn't really a villain was just awesome but chadwick boseman being in the first one obviously it's you know, so it's it's not that I liked either one a little bit better than as a whole than the other, but bits and pieces. Um, but yeah. like I said, I would say like an 80, 86, 87. Yeah, I, I think I'm right around there. Like lowest or my, I'd say average would be like 8.5. So I can maybe between like an 85, you know, to 88%, somewhere around there. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I would ever go higher than a nine. No. I don't think so. You know, but I think 
I agree with you. I, I think, I mean, Namor was a far better villain than Killmonger. He was my favorite part of the entire movie. Same, same. And uh, I think they did a great job with him and everything that involved his his arc, his backstory, the how integral he was to the plot. Yeah. You know? And I think the the sucky part is definitely not having Chadwick. Yeah, now it, it, it definitely is. Yeah, and I know it's hard to say, like, well, if Chadwick had been in the movie, you know, and everything kind of went as, as it was, you know, or as is, then it probably would have been a really higher score. And obviously, it gets without, without a doubt true. But, you know, looking at what we we had to work with and, and, and to watch, um, still a great movie. I, I agree. I think I liked it. And it's hard to say, but I think I liked it's, it overall yeah. better than the first one. But which it, I suggest going back and watching the first one. Yeah, I, I definitely need to. With because when's last time? When's the last time that you've seen that one? Ooh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So it's been a few years. definitely go back and watch it because it's a little bit different knowing that he was battling that the entire time. Yeah. It it's rough. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, for those of you listening out there, what would you give Wakanda Forever if you have seen it? Uh, and yeah. of course, again, if you haven't seen it and you just decided to listen to this podcast first to decide whether or not you wanted to see it, um, we both suggest that you should see it. So uh, we hope that this episode enticed you all to go watch it. And then, like I said, if you haven't seen it at this point, it's like, what are you doing? Um, but you know, I guess, uh, I guess life happens, you know, I mean, four months later. Does. Um, so, but yeah, go watch it if you haven't seen it. Cause it's good. Yeah. But bring your tissues. Maybe yeah. a few. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing about being able to watch it at, at home. So you could, we need to take a moment and pause it, you know, and, and, and take a moment. You can do that too. So tweet us at the underscore PSB underscore podcast on Twitter. That is our official podcast Twitter user profile. And uh, let us know what your score was, yep. you know, or if you know us in, in real life and you just want to just, you know, come up to us and say like, yeah, I agree. I think Wakanda Fro was like a you know 85% whatever, or like a 90, like, you know, that's, that's great. Tell us what your, you know, your favorite characters were or favorite parts and um let's just talk about it you know that's that's why we do it is to talk about movies and you know hear what people have to say about them and you know hear what people's opinions are um i don't know anyone that i know i've seen it that, that said that it sucks which yeah i think would also be kind no. of up if they did yeah but, i've talked i've talked to a lot of people that have seen it and um not a single one has really said too many like things they didn't like about it. I mean, overall there's not really, I don't think there's a lot that, that many bad. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's so. a good movie. The thing that sucks about it is that no Chadwick, no Chadwick, which is why we have this movie in the first place, you for know, sure. versus what we could have gotten or would have gotten. So, but for sure. yeah, watch it. Um, and if you have seen it, let us know your thoughts and just keep watching movies. Yep. Yep. And, uh, we thank you for, listening to this and and supporting us and continue to share this with your friends or family everyone you you possibly know that watches movies um we have a pretty interesting throwback movie uh that neither of us have seen it's been a while while um but definitely a movie i i liked um especially when i was younger when it first came out 
And uh, it, it ties into the weekend event. Yeah. I.e. the Super Bowl. Definitely a football movie. It, yep, definitely a football movie. So, you know, uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, until next time, uh, this has been Nick and Austin on The Plot Strikes Back. Back. Bum, bum, bum. Back. <laughs>